Sounds good. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuning in to the Men of Culture Show. Hit it. Here at the Men of Culture Show, we bring the latest and hottest topics of what's happening. And of course, you can't forget our segments, Top 5 with my man Johnny, your weekly anime suggestions from the anime fanatic himself, Roy, and you can't forget some love advice from the Dr. Tyrone. You'll only find that here at the Men of Culture Show. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. So, we are here on the Men of Culture show. It's your host with the most, uh, your boy DJ Roy. And then uh, we got our man. Uh, he's the, he's, he knows all about the dinosaurs. He's the man who is also known as the Love Doctor, uh, straight out of Kansas. Uh, we're talking about our guy, Aiden. And uh, today, uh, it's going to be the Rice and Meatloaf podcast. Rice and Meatloaf. Rice and Meatloaf. Rice and Meatloaf. <laughs> Yeah, and um, just to start off our podcast, uh, actually have to, because this is going to come up a lot, uh, got to let you guys know, uh, we are down a castmate, so Johnny has left the show, not because of anything that we said or anything, but he had his own reasons for leaving, so whatever he's doing, we hope that uh, that he has much success with that. But he's not on the pod. He he has quit the podcast. We don't know if he's ever going to come back on. Probably when that Obi Wan Kenobi show comes out, he'll probably come back on as a guest. But he uh, he is one of the three original podcast members, and he he has uh, he has left the show. So we're very sad about that. We are. We will miss you, Johnny. I know. I can't even say rice and beets. R.I.P. R.I.P. Rice and beets. See rice and meatloaf. You know, because you keep meatloaf in the refrigerator for a long time. It'll still be good. <laughs> yeah. So rice and meatloaf has outlasted rice and beans. So yeah. that's that's where we at. But to start off our show today, we're gonna talk about uh, you know, we're gonna talk about something that we, you know, all love. We can go to the movies, um, talk about certain things that, that are happening in that sphere because uh it was there's quite a quite a number of things that has come up in the entertainment world that we that we're gonna jump up into. So the first thing that we're going to talk about is, do we think that we're going to get a new Flash? Um, because uh, Ezra Miller, that boy cutting up, uh, he is he is really messing up. Uh, he o- Over the same weekend that um, the infamous slap around the world by Will Smith uh, <laughs> happened, uh, he was in Hawaii drunk, and he threatened to burn people alive, and he... Uh, struck a, a woman at a karaoke bar in Hawaii and um that is not good for his image and it may be over for him as far as uh being the flash so my question Aiden what do you think do you think we're gonna get a new flash uh well isn't the <laughs> newest uh, the newest flash is already done and finished right I thought I, so. Anyway. I, I think it's done, but right now DC is like. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, Ezra, Ezra is really, he's really struck out here. So he might have a one and done deal, but since it's like a multiverse, multiversal type 
uh, timeline movie, you know, that could give way organically to a new and better Flash. Like, I don't know. Have did you like him as a Flash ever, or did you like him? Or not? Honestly, not really. I mean, he was honestly like I would take the CW Flash over him. Same. Um, you know, I mean, I, I it, the Flash has the show has greatly declined in quality over the years, but yeah. at least he's a likable guy. Like I could, I, Ezra Miller, he never fit. He never he looked right to me. I don't know. Like his role. He just, I never, I don't know. He just didn't really fit. So I didn't care for him. And I agree. I thought, um, whatever that guy's name is, but in the CW, I thought he did a much better version as Barry Allen in the flash. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, he was he was cool. I liked him. Um, now, when it comes to, you know, other casting choices, now, uh, I don't know if you heard, uh, Captain Marvel is going to the Fast and Furious. Brie Lawson is going to be casting Fast and Furious. I think it's going to be 10 or 11 or something. Uh, yeah. the, whatever number the next one is. Um, so she's going to be up in there. I don't know. What do you think about this, Aiden? What do you think? Think it's a good choice. Uh, you think she's well, gonna I fit? Thought, I thought, oh man, me and Johnny will have to watch those because we uh she's fine. But I don't really care for her as an actress though. She's okay, but so I've never really watched the Fast and Furious movies, so to me I don't really necessarily care. I don't really have a much of an opinion, but um all know. right. Well, I mean, I I don't like her. I don't like her acting. I definitely didn't like her as Captain Marvel. I'm not expecting her to do anything in this film other than drive a car and say a few quippy lines, and that's mm -hmm. it. <clears throat> I really don't think that she's going to enhance the Fast and Furious, and it's already a really ridiculous series anyway. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm not I'm not expecting much from them, but um. Going now, let's talk about a really good movie, uh, the Batman. Now there was an Easter egg up in there, uh, Aiden. You you were telling me about. Yeah, I, I don't know if you saw this, but I know I did. And uh, at the very end of the the credit scene was like maybe like a five second credit scene where it's a flashing question mark, and then real quick, I didn't even see it when I saw it. I had looked on YouTube and um, saw on YouTube what it was, but. It flashes to it's a website called like uh I can't remember how to pronounce it Radalada or something like that um, dot com and you go to this website and then the Riddler will put like three it's like three or four riddles and you have to answer them and then when you answer them then you have this like little clue or like a poster or just some kind of little Easter egg of what could be uh, next in the next possible Batman so. I didn't see that. In fact, when I go back I'm and, and rewatch the Batman, I'm going to really have to reverse the tape, you know, uh, so that uh, I can, you know, get that. But, I mean, did you do it? Do you know what the Easter egg is? Uh, I, I did it, but I didn't get all the riddles. I, I went on the website, and I answered the first riddle right, and then the second one I couldn't figure out. I know Johnny, I think he... He finished all three riddles and was able to wow get the answer the the one time you know we needed johnny to tell us what the riddles were and he's not here i know i mean i i don't know 
He needs some milk. I mean, he he just he's just going, uh, and we need him already. It's really really upsetting, Johnny. You need to come he'd back be, to us. He'd be like, oh, there's only uh oh seven more days or however many days till the Batman on HBO Max because he's been counting down the days. Yeah, and the fact that he's on a podcast, I don't even get to talk to him like that. I mean, I could text him, but uh, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> he's going to be too busy. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but he, uh, yeah, so they have that going on. Also, um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, I this is the first time I've ever seen it, like, advertised on TV. They're getting, like, a new uh, roller coaster or something at Disney yeah. World. I saw that too. Just the I saw the last like few seconds when I was at the gym, and I was like, "Oh, that's that's interesting." But uh, isn't it replacing that the House of Horrors or whatever roller coaster it is, or or is it a whole new ride that they're like building just for Guardians of the Galaxy? I could not tell you. I just seen the commercial, and I just said, "Wow, a roller coaster is getting screen time." That's interesting. Because I saw something. I have no idea. I saw something like in the House of Horrors or whatever it's called, or maybe they tr turned it into some Guardians ride or something. But I've just seen like clips, like it, you'll go up and then it'll like drop you, and you just see like the different characters and Guardians of the Galaxy. It looked kind of cool, but that I think that'd be pretty cool. I've never been to Disneyland or Disney World, um, but mm -hmm. with the, definitely with the Star Wars and now with the Marvel, I mean, I'd go check it out and. See what it's like. All right. Yeah, I mean, that sounds interesting. I mean, I, I would definitely, if I had the time and money to waste going there, I, I would go and, and check it out. But, you know, they, they're always trying to add some new ride or something to, to Disneyland. So, you know, uh, I mean, I'm looking forward to, you know, maybe someday I'll, I'll go up there. But I said that day won't be today. Yeah. So... Yeah, it, it, I mean, but I mean, speaking of, of Disney, hey. now, oh, hey, go, go. Oh, no, I, I was going to say real quick, um, thinking of Disney, that I don't know if we had it or I can't remember if we, you guys mentioned it last podcast. I don't remember for sure, but the Star Wars hotel that they're having at a. No, I didn't know that they were having a Star Wars hotel. So what's, what's up yeah, with that? Yeah, got like a Star Wars theme. Oh, it's going to be ridiculously expensive. I think it's. For I believe it's two nights. Yeah, I believe it's two nights for a family of uh, like three or four, some three or four or five. I don't remember. It's gonna be like seven thousand dollars or something like that for just two nights. And basically, what it is is you go on this. They call it the the Galactic Starship or whatever. So you go mm -hmm. on this starship, and you can uh, like train with lightsabers, I guess. And you have different. In some ways, it's kind of like those. What are they called? The mystery dinner theater things. Uh, you're like eating, and people will be dressed up as different Star Wars creatures, and you have like a captain and stuff like that. And they're going around. They interact with the people and stuff like that. Um, so that's one thing you can do. There's also, uh, you can go to like the deck and you can touch and mess around with all these buttons. I mean, it looks, it looks cool, but 
I'm not going to spend no drop some thousand dollars on two days on this fake starship thing. And I don't know. I think mm-hmm. it's way too overpriced, but it looks kind of cool. Well, you already know what I'm going to say to this. It's definitely a no for me, dog. The voice is just not. <laughs> so it's definitely a no for me. I'm not going to spend all my money upon no. No, not for Star Wars. Not for the Star Wars vacation type deal. I mean, unless we're actually going into space, then <laughs> that'd, that'd be something. Cool. That'd be cool. But yeah, um, speaking speaking of Star Wars, I know that you pre-ordered the next Lego game. Well, I did. I, I already got it. Actually, uh, it came out like last week or so. Uh, it's the Lego Star Wars uh, Skywalker Saga. I pre-ordered it on the on the Switch. Oh. I wanted to get the physical copy, but they all sold out. Um, well, you already know you're not going to become a Jedi at the end, but because uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're, you're Luke. But um, I mean, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. I haven't played the last um, Lego game that I played was Lego Batman 2. Okay. Um, that was the last one that I played. I didn't play any other ones after that. The Lego Marvel ones are really fun. I played that with my little brother and sisters, and you can free roam all of like New York, and you can be Iron Man and fly way up in the sky and go on those helicarriers and uh, drive like any kind of car you want. And it's pretty fun though. But the Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga is really cool. I haven't played it a whole lot, but I played it for about oh like three or four hours. But there's a lot of like free roam you can go to i think it's like 20 or 25 different planets you can go to and you have like little side missions you can do and you can be like 365 characters or something like that so i I would recommend it it's pretty fun especially if you like the lego games but okay all right pretty good pretty good uh lastly you know when it comes to all this disney lego star wars all this stuff um, found a list uh, not too long ago. It comes from IGN. It's their top 10 Disney Pixar movies. Now, hmm. tell me if you agree with this. So, number 10. Is Toy Story 2. Hmm, number, okay. I, 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 don't, I don't, I wouldn't put that on any list of mine uh, for Disney Pixar. Maybe at the bottom somewhere, but I don't, I don't agree with that being number 10. But number 9. Is up. Oh, up, up. Uh, I mean, up had a really like. I like the first everything with the old man's backstory and when he was married was great. Everything mm-hmm. after that was forgettable. Yeah, because I, I was just like I said now that that was and and the thing is it did something they didn't talk but they showed us everything and it was great. Um, mm-hmm. But after the first like ten or fifteen minutes of up, like the rest of the movie can just. Be should have just been scrapped. Could have yeah. been a great short film. That, that um, short film, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so number eight Finding Nemo. Hmm, number eight. Okay, did you like Finding Nemo? I liked Finding, I grew up with it. I watched it, <clears throat> uh, like, like opening day or whatever when it came in theaters. and. I watched it so many times after that. We bought it on DVD, and 
I'd watch it all the time. So I really liked it. Um, watching yeah. it, it's it's good, but um, I don't know if I'd put it that high. I don't know. I have to think of all the Pixar movies too. But yeah, I, I never really, I didn't really get into the hype of Finding Nemo. I mean. Uh, I just I never cared for it that much. I, I don't know where it would end up on the list of mine. Yeah, you know. I, um, hopefully they don't have Finding Dory above it because I didn't care for that one. Spoiler alert: that's not even on the list. So okay, good. I was gonna say go. if they have that yeah. up in the top ten, then. Oof. So number seven. Monsters Inc. Oh, I love Monsters Inc. I love that movie. I actually have never seen any of them. I've what? never seen any Monsters Inc. Oh my goodness! Both of them are good. The new one was good. The Monsters uh, University University was really. I watched that uh, a few months ago. I was like, man, this is this is a good movie. But I grew yeah, up I, with the Monsters Inc. movie, and I love it. I mean, it's it's a great movie. It's got good humor, and I love that movie so much. Yeah, I mean, I I never watched it. I never watched any of the monsters films, so I don't know. It, it it I'll take your word on that. But so far, none of my movies have come up yet. All right, number six. I doubt either one of us have seen it, but I'll say it anyway. Uh, number six is Coco. Oh, Coco. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I didn't see that either. All right, so moving on to number five. Now this one I have seen. Um, it's pretty good. Um, I don't know if it would be in my top five, but it was it was definitely enjoyable. Inside Out. Oh yeah, Inside Out was good. I like yeah it. with that with the girls' emotions and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that that one was pretty 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 good. I, I can't say I hated it. Uh, I number four eight or something like that probably. Yeah, not in the top five, but maybe you know somewhere between six and ten. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, so number four. Toy Story, the original Toy Story. Okay. I'd, I'd put it a little higher. I'd put it like maybe two or so because I, that's a movie me and my cousins would always watch. We had the toys and everything, and it, it's, it's close to me, so I'd put it like probably number two or so. All right, well, this might be a hot take. I never liked Toy Story. No, oh man, I didn't like. I didn't like Toy Story. Huh. I didn't like Toy Story one or two. Oh, uh, I, 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 I didn't. I didn't like it. Um, huh. Uh, but uh, more on that a little bit later. Uh, number three is uh, is Wally. Wally. Now I thought Wally was trash. I'm be honest. Like. <laughs> I saw Wally. I was like, "This is garbage." I, I did not like this. I have not seen it forever, so I I don't remember much. But but uh, I, I, I just remember he he was a he was a trash robot who made trash in the boxes, and yeah. he fell in love with like a futuristic robot, and then like all the humans were like super fat and disabled, yeah. <laughs> and they just lived in chairs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, "This is kind of trash." I, I don't like this. Uh, <laughs> All right, number two. Number two. Here we go. 
All right, number two was Toy Story 3. Now, I did like Toy Story 3. Yeah. I don't know if I'd put it above. I don't know. I did like Toy Story 3 a lot, too, though. I, I actually like the last two Toy Stories a lot. I, oh, yeah? I like three and four. I don't like two, um, and I did not like one. Um, and I remember when one came out. It was just it just looked really weird to me. It didn't look cool because at that time things were still being hand drawn that were coming out, and that three D style did not gel with me back in those yeah. days. Hmm. Uh, but Toy Story three, I, I like Toy Story three. That was a pretty good movie. I thought that it was enough to end the franchise, but apparently they said nope. We want more money, so they keep yeah. going with that. <laughs> um, <clears throat> now number one is my number one. Check it out. All right, what do you think number one is? Bugs Life? Nah. No? No Bugs Life. Nope. Number one is The Incredibles. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and one. I liked Incredibles 1 and 2. They both would have been on my on my top ten, but uh, Bugs, Life, Bugs Life wouldn't have been up on there. And Bugs Life only had one memorable line because my friend stood up in the mid middle of the movie theater and yelled at you the ant. <laughs> that was the only thing that was memorable about a Bugs Life. Oh, um, man. Yeah, man, got, I love Bugs Life too. That's another one I really liked. And oh, and the fact that they used to laugh at the male uh, ladybug—that was also fun. That was also funny. <laughs> yeah. So okay. I, it was, that's an okay top ten that they did, but up a lot. <laughs> I don't know. It, that could have been a Johnny's top 10. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, uh, you know what? In honor of Johnny, we got to do a top five right here. All right. All um, right. We'll do a top five. I need it from the top. All right. So, top five things that we're either going to miss about Johnny or that Johnny's going to miss about us being on a podcast. So, uh, top five thing, number five. Let me get the drum roll going. I'm going to miss Johnny's personality on the show. Like, he, he's a very, like, laid-back, normal guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not, like, really quirky. You know, in a way, like, every friend group needs that normal guy, and Johnny was that for us. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to miss that. I'm going to miss that about him. All right. Uh, number four. Johnny's going to, what he's going to miss out on is, uh, well, he's going to miss out on doing the top five and being a part of all the jokes that organically come up on the show. <laughs> That's number three. Uh, number three. All right, Johnny's going to miss out on all the jokes, all the Mexican jokes that we make, and, uh, you know, all the taco references and Jarritos talk and all that stuff. <laughs> so he's going to miss out on all that. Uh, but we'll still reference him because he's been on enough episodes that those who have been listening to us, shout out to all our listeners will know exactly what we're talking about. 
Mm-hmm. Um, number two. Uh, he's going to miss out on the love doctor. He's going to, you know, and Johnny and, and, and Johnny used to always be one of the guys, you know, he saw the other side of, of the picture. He, he never was the type of person who, um, you know, uh, always, you know, agreed with everything. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So, all right. So, and the last thing, more number one last thing number one thing that he's going to miss out on is all the the talk about his weird diet of how he eats nothing but dairy products <laughs> and how much he loves doja cat <laughs> so that's another that i miss too i'll throw in his honorable mentions or whatever i'll miss uh his uh racist dog always talking about that well, I mean, you could you live in Kansas, so you could see his dog anytime. Yeah, yeah, but we and then um, the other one was just his controversial topics and stuff, especially his top five. Especially his fact that he's saying, "Oh, Bane was a better villain than Joker." Yeah. I would never get over that. I would never get over that. <laughs> that that, that Man villains. Oh man. Yeah, oh. Those, those were those were his most cringiest moments on the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that that's our top five in honor of our of our fallen comrade uh, Johnny. All right, so um, I got another top five uh, for you. So we're gonna get into a double top five, and this is gonna be really funny. So I I heard this, and I was just like, I said, you know what? <laughs> I, I'm gonna make my own top five to this. Um, so uh, top five reasons being a man is harder than being a woman. Ooh, okay. <laughs> uh, top five. All right. All right. Number five is there's always a threat of constant violence, no matter where you go. Like you could be working out, and it could be like the smallest, most scorniest guy up in the gym. He's gonna want to fight you. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you you've experienced that, Aiden? I have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, every every day you, you gotta you gotta worry about somebody trying to try you as as a man you know um i mean even even women because you know you can't hit them but they yeah. definitely beat you up mm. um all right so number four you gotta be cool if you get rejected you know there's any any type of reaction, like getting mad or anything, any anyhow, any way that you take a rejection other than okay, that's how you feel, it's always gonna end up being wrong. Always. Uh and uh yeah, that's number three. I mean that's number four. Number f- three. Always gotta be in control of your emotions. You got to hold it in. Oh, man, you know, this is the old series. Uh, men can't cry. They can't do anything <laughs> like that. You know, always, you always got to have that societal pressure on you. So true. Um, yeah, it, it happens. Um, and then number two. Uh, number two is uh, that uh, 
number number two is, um, you know, people are always judging whatever you do and judging how manly you are based on how well you do things. Like if you are trash at something or like a, they find out that a woman does something better, first thing they find out, oh, you gay, oh, you, you weak, oh, you lame. You know, everybody always judging what you do as a man on a scale to other men. And like, if you don't do it well, oh no, you're not a man. Oh, you, you weak, you whack. All right, number number one, and I think you will agree with this. Number one is you don't get no help from nobody. No help. You could be a young man out here trying to feed yourself, trying to stay alive. Girl has a kid. You know, people help her move in. No questions asked. Nothing. Man, you got to do it all on your own. You know, if you don't got no food, oh, man, you just got to get out there. You got to work hard. You got to hustle. Got to sell your mixtape. Do something. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that is the top five reasons right there. Top three. I totally agree. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So um, now let's get into our love doctor. And, you know, this will be the first time that we have the new intro uh, well, oh, yeah. the first time with, with Aiden being here for his new intro. Last time, it was just me and J-Dab. But we played your new intro. Check out the new intro, y'all. Made by yours truly. Uh, she's singing. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. All right. So today on The Love Doctor, The Love Doctor is answering all your love questions. The question that comes from Anonymous uh, is say you are interested in a young lady and so you offer to buy her a drink, but she's with her girls. Now, as a man, do you have to buy her friends a drink as well? Or uh, because, uh, well, do you have to buy them drinks as well if you're going to get her a drink and you, you come over and say, hey, you know, what's you drinking? Or, you know, can I get you a drink? You know, well, would you, do you have to buy her friends a drink? What do you say? Uh, I, love I, I mean, I would say no, but I was going to say for me, it will, it would just depend on how many friends she has. Like if it's like a whole <laughs> bunch of them, then no, nah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not spending all that cash. But if she's got like two or three friends with her, I'll be like, yeah, sure. I'll. You are, you're a nice guy. Aiden, yeah. two or three friends, you get them a drink. Uh, <laughs> well, there is a method to that because if you don't get them a drink, you just get her. You know they might they might try to block you. Yeah, you know? yeah. That, that that is. I mean, I I lean towards no. Now I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't do that. But um, you know, I mean that's that's just crazy. So that's our prognosis from the love doctor. Don't uh, uh if she has two or three friends max, you can buy them all the drink. Uh, I would. I mean, just be like, hey, you know, I got you covered. You know. Okay. Hey. Bye. Say go. Watch your friends order the most expensive thing on the menu, like thirty dollars drinks or something. <laughs> uh, then I'll be like, uh, I'll be really like, that'd be tough, but yeah, uh, yeah we'll do it. Cause then, all right. So yeah. I have another one here. Um, since it's just the two of us, and I want to get your thoughts on this. So okay. here's another question. Would have saved this the last week, but I think this, since you're an animal guy, I think you really would have the best answer for this. <laughs> All right, so, all right. on the fly, would you bring your pet with you on on your bachelor party trip? 
my pet on my bachelor. So let's say, you, you know, you have a dog, you grew up with that dog, you know, would you bring the dog on a bachelor party trip? Ugh. If it, it'll depend on, I guess, my relationship, because if it's like my dog and I've been training with it and I do like it's really close to me, then I I guess I might take it with me, especially if it's well trained and stuff. I'd be like, hey, it's it's part of my family. It's it's my dog. He's my best friend. Then I'd bring it. So. All right. So yeah, fun. It'd be fun. I'd, I'd do that, though. I'd bring my dog and go with us on our bachelor party. Yeah. OK, so the answer from our love doctor is. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What about so, you? Uh, a love doctor would bring his his pet. No, I wouldn't bring it because. No, because it's a, it's a pet. I mean, where are you going to bring it? Are you going to bring it on, on, you know, into the bar or something? You know, I mean. You can always leave it at, like, the wherever the place you're staying at, like an Airbnb or something like that. I mean, well, provided, provided that, you know, it, it is going to be well-behaved there. I mean, because, you know, sometimes animals do weird things when they're in a new space. You well, know, I keep it in a kennel or something, so I don't. So you're gonna bring a kennel with you on the plane with your dog <laughs> to, to the bachelor park trip. <laughs> oh man! Well, I'll I'll find a way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so or I'll, you, I'll, you bring. I don't know. I'll, I'll find a way. I'll find a way. I'd still bring uh, it though. All right, all right. Well, you know what? It's uh, I mean, that's what you would do. You would you would bring with you. So, um, yeah, part of the family. I mean, be my closest friend. So, or one of my closest friends. So, all right, all right. That's what you want to do. All right. Well, speaking of trips, uh, this past week I went to Atlanta, <laughs> and I gotta say, um, no shout outs to Delta Airlines because they did <laughs> a terrible job. I mean. I'll, I'll give you, I'll tell you what happened. I uh, said so we were supposed to fly out there and first they delayed our flight. Then they canceled our flight. Okay. And then the reason that they said that they canceled our flight was that the flight crew was missing. Mm -hmm. I was like, I have never heard that ever in my life. <laughs> now, later I had it explained to me from a friend who works in the airport industry that may have meant that the flight crew didn't have sufficient rest. They, they have to have at least six hours of rest in between flights before they're legally able to fly around. But I'm just like, to tell people your flight crew is missing, it's just like, you know, put up some flies in the airport or something. Like, find these people. I find them myself, and that means we could take off, you know. Um, but we we ended up, um, you know, having to fly standby uh, all the way down to Atlanta. So uh, that, that ended up, um, you know, we got down there. And I have to say the city of Atlanta was not impressive at all. Like the yeah. most popping thing that we did was like go to an aquarium. Like we were on a school trip <laughs> and I mean, we saw our family down there and it was really nice to see them. But I mean, every like popular eatery down there is filled with people just sitting around for hours to wait to go up in there. 
Like we had to go to some place called Grosha or Gosha or whatever. And I wanted some chicken and waffles. So they gave me like chicken nuggets and waffles what? On, on, on a skewer. On a skewer. Uh-huh. I was like, I said, uh-huh. man, this is this how this how Atlanta doing me. Like I, I really and you know, I mean, we didn't go to any waffle houses. Um and I didn't see any rappers, you know. So it it, it like the people that I saw down there, I got to hang out with, you know, the family and all that. That was great. But the trip itself, like Atlanta was not impressing me. Like I really wanted to think that it was going to be like, you know, like Wakanda, you know, or like, you know, some type of like, you know, really advanced black society or something. <laughs> and I, I really, it, it, it didn't, it didn't do that. So now, now I'm kind of gun shy to go to like, places like Chicago or New Orleans or Detroit, because I'm like, it ain't living up to Wakandan height. Like it's not, it's not, you know, it, it didn't impress me. They had a whole bunch of tall buildings that serve no purpose. And it just felt like, you know, even the people down there, like I, I, I was expecting a different atmosphere, you know, but yeah. it was just like being in the Bronx, like, just a lot of people unemployed waiting outside of restaurants until the afternoon to eat breakfast. Like, (laughs) and then Delta again, messed up our flight. When we came back, they delayed it by a couple hours and we, we ended up getting a few, getting in maybe an hour or two before our meeting. And it it was, it was, it was messed up, but I mean, we spent the majority of time with family, which was great, but, um, I, I did not, Atlanta did not impress me. Yeah. I, I mean, um, yeah. They my uh, family went through uh, Atlanta. My, well, not my whole family, but my sisters and my dad and them all. They went through and they stopped. I think they stayed there a night and went to a restaurant and stuff. And they said the same thing. They're like, we didn't like Atlanta. It was like pretty, they didn't care for it at all. <laughs> They're like, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't go there again. So I was like, huh, okay. I've only, I've landed in Atlanta is all. So I've seen the city like above and stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, it looks cool. But I've never been there to experience it other than an airport. But going on with airports too, like flying, I haven't had any problems flying that I can think of. I've flown um three times i've flown twice to twice to new york the first time was like 2014 or whatever we went there and saw the branches and uh did a lot of the more like touristy things um went to like the met museum stuff like that Uh, it was still great it was fun but uh we did that i don't remember any problems or anything then the second time i flew was we went to the the country, not the city of uh, Georgia for an international convention. And it was all right, except the only thing, there were two things. Um, One was, it was such a long flight. It was like 24 hours. And the the second flight, me and my friend were behind these people and they had their seats like reclined all the way back. And with us being tall guys, our legs were like totally like scrunched up to like just totally scrunched up. And it was so it was like an eight hour flight. Oh, my God. It's so uncomfortable. (laughs) Um, And then on our way back. Oh, come on, man. (laughs) 
<laughs> we had to go through um oh security and stuff and i put my backpack up there i don't know what it was but the guy was scanning it and he's like hey hold hold everybody else went through but i had to stay behind he was like hey uh what were you doing uh who packed your <laughs> what were you doing uh, I was like, oh, well, I was here for a Bible convention. Who who was with you? Uh, who packed your bag? Um, and a whole bunch of questions like, I was like, oh, man. And uh, finally, he was like, all right, well, I'll trust you. I'll, I'll let you through. But uh, I was kind of worried. I was like, I was really stressing out, especially going international, what would happen. But I was like, oh, man, are they going to lock me up? Do I have to? stay in jail for a night or something because i got some we do not care. <laughs> or bomb or something like that but he let me go so but those were the only two experiences i've i've had uh actually we had another one a funny one was me and jaris we were going to new york and for like the first like 15 20 minutes <laughs> we were like we were at the wrong uh kiosk we were like, why won't it take our ticket? Well, I was like looking. I was like, what is going on? And we were going through, I don't remember, Delta or something. We were at a different kiosk. And then finally we realized, we we're like, oh, my goodness. We went to the right kiosk. and we Went to the right one? Yep. <laughs> the more you know, the right kiosk. <laughs> so those are my only things with uh, flying. I haven't had anything quite like yours, though. But Yeah, I mean... Um... It, it it all worked out in the end, but it, it just was annoying. Um, but, you know, Atlanta, like, it was nothing there that made me say, all right, well, you know, I want to come back to this place yeah. one day and, and do this or do that. Um, I've heard Chicago moving, cool, though. I yeah, I want to I go there one day, but, you know, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little, little gun shy after Atlanta let me down. Yeah. Um, so let me ask you this. Um uh when it comes to um so you heard what happened with will smith so he he got kicked out um well he didn't get kicked out he got banned from the oscars for 10 years yeah do you think that was a good punishment do you think it's gonna stick what do you think uh man do i think it's gonna stick um i don't think so i don't think it, i think maybe a few years but I think after maybe four or five years, I think there'll be some key something he'll be able to he'll go back or he'll have some award or something. So I don't think it will last ten years. But um, yeah, I don't think so either. I think it'll be maybe one or two years. Um, yeah. If he comes out with a really good movie, it could you know just last one year. But the thing is, you know, he's not banned. He doesn't have to get back his award. He's not banned from the after party. He's not banned from the pre-show. He's not banned from enjoying any of the festivities. He's only banned from the from the ceremony that is four hours of just sitting down, yeah, and watching people. I don't think that's a big. Deal he's he's not that. even banned. He's not even banned from getting another award. Oh my goodness! Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I, I really don't feel. I, I knew it was going to be a slap on the wrist. No pun intended. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, I, I, I'm not surprised. Um, moving on to something that was really, that wasn't covered in the news, but it's a really great story. So, uh, this guy we know named Jairus, he's been on the show. Uh, 
He yeah. went to the gym. He bought fart spray, and he went to the gym. Um, and he was his his big plan was to like go around and like spray it around and you know um, spray the the fart spray. <laughs> and he ended up not having it turned the right way, and he sprays his own face with fart spray. <laughs> I mean, man, <laughs> I my my whole thing is, I mean, he 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 was. It was just so crazy. <laughs> I mean, it just—it's it, just like I just want to know what his wife's reaction was when he came home with his face smelling like a fart. I, I bet it was like this. Okay, so uh, I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast or not, but when you said that, it made me think of it was so hilarious. Did I tell you about the chair? Yeah, when he bit the chair. Okay, okay, so never mind. So yeah, probably say something like she'd be like, "Oh my god, you're you're so immature," or just like, "Won't you grow up?" Something like that. She'd say, (laughs) "You know what? I'm pretty sure she'd be like, why is your what does that smell?" Like (laughs) my face, and is she is like, "Why does it smell like that?" And then he says, "Like she farted in my face." (laughs) So. but it, it it just really, it, it, I wish I had been there to see this. That would have been um, so funny seeing him do that because that stuff stinks. JDev had some, and <laughs> we were at uh, we were going to we'd go to Lyons, Kansas because we would do a cleaning job there at a salt mine, and it was me, JDev, and there was another gal who would go with us, and. Uh, what he did before we got in the vehicle was he sprayed it in the in the vents and sprayed it in the car. And I get in there, I'm like smelling. I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, what is that smell? I'm like, he's like, oh, probably some food or something. I was like looking. I was like, because sometimes we would forget like food trash or our boss would or whatever. And uh, so I was like looking around. I was like, where is that smell? And then I like looked away, and then he goes, Psst. "Yo, come on!" In. What the? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that's good. <laughs> um, but and then the gal she came in, and she's like, "Oh, what is that smell? Oh, so stinky! Oh, oh!" And she rolled down the windows and. Uh, he then told me, he was like, oh, I, I sprayed this stuff. I was like, oh, my God, that stinks so bad. And uh, it was pretty funny, though. <laughs> oh, my God. So it, it, I'm just like, that That must have been hilarious to see. And then he did it on our, uh, we got back and he sprayed it in our boss's house. He's like, oh my god, what is that? And he like smelled the dog. He's like, oh man, was it you? And then uh, they were like smelling the rug because Jada was like, oh, it's probably the rug. And then they took it and they washed the rug because they thought it was the rug. <laughs> they were like looking around the house for the whole day looking for the smell. And later on, he told him, and she was like, oh my god, I'm gonna kill you next time you do that. But. It was so funny, but it smells so bad. Like, I don't even know how to describe it, but it's just bad. Like, if someone stuck their hand up their butt and, like, shoved it right in your nose or something like that. I don't know. It's bad. Worse than that, probably. I don't know. Oh, my God. 
It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I would have been there though, because that would have been hilarious. Yeah, that would have been, been so embarrassed because I've been like, I did not know this guy. Kind of like when he was eating Cheetos and at Bethel that one day and looking oh, at yeah. a, a bunch of people. <laughs> he's right in the middle. Everybody's looking at him like, what are you doing? And he's just chomping down those Cheetos. Yes, he was. And you know Jairus because he's like, like, choose so loud. It's like, yo, dude, easy. <laughs> that boy. Sometimes I want to slap him. <laughs> I do. <laughs> oh, my God. Time at times, it seems like. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so switching over to another thing from Jairus. Uh, <laughs> business or trash idea. <laughs> All right, so here's the business of trash idea, Baldy's Barbershop. So right. it's a barbershop where you only give out Baldy's, but you bring in guys who can style beards as well, beards and mustaches, trim them up, um, and you open that up because there's a lot of guys losing their hair, you know, um, or their balls, you know, and it's, it's, you know, if you just do that, I think there's a large clientele for that. Yeah. And it will eliminate um, – you know, having all the kids up in there playing around, you know, and 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 acting up, because um, I mean, unless you you know, unless you want your child to have a baldy, uh, and then you know, you bring in the classic elements, uh, somebody selling bootleg videos, uh, somebody, some guys playing checkers or chess, um, some guys, uh, you got to have the classic arguments over who's the best in the NBA, or and who's the best in football and all those other sports. Um, what would happen if uh, Tupac and Biggie never died, or two, or Biggie never died and Tupac never went missing? And um, you know, uh, you know all the classic debates. You know, um, who better, Jay Z and Nas? You know, it's, it's, uh, had a better disc record. Uh, so th- there's there's a whole lot of things that could, you know, that Baldy's Barbershop could do. And then when you get big enough, you know. You do um, do something for the kids. Do a furries, you know, for the kids. You know, do a kid one. And then um, unbelievable. That'll be for the ladies. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You know. And, uh, you know, I mean, but I think that would be a really good idea. What do you think, Aiden? Yeah. Right when you said that, I was like, I'd probably go there, the Bollies, because yeah, but you you gotta get a baldy when you get there. They don't do other types of hair. That's it. I mean, they'll style your beard, your mustache, but you—that's all we do over there, baldies. No, yeah. When I used to have my mustache, when I no fade, to... no no fades. So I mean, well, you could go there and get get your mustache trimmed yeah, up. I have my mustache, nice. but I'm just saying, like, I'm already thinning. Like within a few years, I just if I'm like very very little, I just shave it all off. So I yeah have my mustache styled and stuff. Yeah. If I mean, the, hard, the hardest thing to do, like, when you're losing your hair is finding a good, like, facial hairstyle. You know, are you going to go with, like, nothing and just have, like, the shadow? Are you going to have, like, a mustache? Are you going to have a connecting beard? You know, are you going to do, like, a little, you know, round face goatee, mustache, little goatee, you know, combo? That, 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 those, are the, those are the pressing issues of, of being a bull, man. You know, so, <laughs> so, you know, 
But um, I did hear something interesting when it comes to boldness, like in some cases, I'm not saying this is all cases, but a lot of cases of boldness, like it's because of uh, like a, a thyroid or like hormone imbalance that mm. can lead to a man getting bull, you know? Mm. So I don't know. I don't know if that's true, but that's, that's something that I read one time and I was just like, Hmm, could be, could be something. Bald people are more intelligent or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe true. Uh, but um, also, I don't know if you heard about the big story here in New York, but there was a mass shooting on uh, on uh, um, in Brooklyn. Like, thankfully, nobody died. But I was like, it's kind of crazy. Like, this dude was super crazy. He just threw out some smoke bombs and he started yeah. shooting. <laughs> and but nobody nobody died. I was like, and they got him in custody right now. So okay, you know, they say he's gonna get life in jail. I mean. I wouldn't even say that. I would just say he's getting life in jail. Like that's the type of crime. Like there, there's no, there should be, I mean, and the, the craziest thing is like the man was 62 already. So life Dang. in jail is like maximum like 10 years, <laughs> you know? Huh. So I don't know. This, this guy was, was super crazy. That's the thing about living here in New York. You always got to keep your head on a swivel. You never know who's trying to get you. You don't want to get caught out here. Um, but you, you were going to tell us about something that became a hate crime. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Aiden, Aiden just wanted to report this now, yeah. black people, Spanish people, just so that, you know, Aiden knows that this has become a hate crime. Lynching is a hate crime. <laughs> I was like, bro, that's been a hate crime since the first time it ever happened. It, it is, but now it's official though, because uh, I, because well, I because Aiden knows when it <laughs> popped up on the news, it was on uh, CBS, and it was like lynching becomes a official hate crime. President Biden signs, and I'm like, I kind of like, I was like, I thought it would already be one, but okay, <laughs> but yeah, they were like, oh, it's official, and he was signing the paper, and I was like, all right, it's it's a hate crime officially, and. I just thought that was kind of bizarre and interesting and stuff because they were like talking about the one uh, young boy who whistled at the white girls or whatever, and then they beat him up and lynched him and stuff. And so they're like, oh, well, now that's true. Uh, uh, so you're arguably the candidate with the greatest advantage in this race. You Democratic caucus. You ever been to a caucus? <laughs> no, you haven't. You're a lion dog faced pony soldier. You said you were, but you're. you're now you gotta be honest. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> so that—that's that, basically how the how he introduced that bill. Pretty much. <laughs> I so, mean, the more you know about lynching. <laughs> I, I mean, well, it's good that now people are all on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's good. It's good. <laughs> uh, about that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Next week, uh, arson is also going to be officially recognized as a crime. You know? <laughs> <laughs> They're going to sign a bill for it and everything. Uh, so that that is kind of crazy to, to hear to hear that that was that was what it was. All right, so we we've gone through a lot here. Uh, we don't have any of the more you know um, facts because uh, that's J Dab's thing, and he'll be definitely be back on the podcast. Big shout outs to him. 
He's yes, cutting sir. grass out there today. Um, but it's all about rice and meatloaf. Yeah, so um, gonna get into last part of this podcast, which is um, a review for Sonic Two. Now, Aiden, what did you think? What did you uh, think? Of I, that movie? I, I saw your review and I was like, man, we were pretty spot on because I gave it, uh, I gave it an eight out of ten. Um, but I really, I liked it better than the first movie. I will say Me too. that I love it. I was mm-hmm. really, it was a little slow at first. I was like, oh, okay. Um, and there was a few little parts. I was like, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, I mean, it, it is a kid's movie, but I was definitely like, yeah, that's aimed at the kids. And I was like, yeah. Hi, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> so, it, 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 it was, um, yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Um, you know, I mean, it's a kid's movie, but it gave me exactly what I wanted. It had a lot of focus on the core cast. Um, yep. The humans did their secondary thing. And Jim Carrey was amazing. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, I couldn't have asked for more. I mean, getting technical. I mean, I give it like an eight point five out of ten. But as a fan, that was a ten out of ten. And there was so many references to the games. That's you know? what I like about it. <laughs> and and so many so many cool things that happened. Um, they even gave us a, they gave a supersonic. Yes, which is so, something I I did not think that we were gonna get that in this movie. Well, I knew it. I knew it once he stepped on him. I told my sisters like, "Oh, he's gonna turn into Gold Sonic, Supersonic," and they're like, "No!" Oh, as man. soon as soon as as soon as he got the gym and or, oh yeah, it was gonna, before it was the yeah when yeah. As soon as he when he got the gym and they broke, I, I was that. like, I said, "Yep, Supersonic, Tom." But uh, I'm looking forward to the next one. Spoiler, oh, <laughs> uh, Shadow the Hedgehog. Yes, sir. May or may not make an appearance. All right, so um, that's that's our movie uh, review. Sonic Two, go see it. It's a great movie. Fun time did for you all. Hear about you probably I thinking about it in Sonic Two. Did you hear about the? I guess Jim Carrey retiring. Yeah, people are saying that, but I don't think he's going to retire. I yeah. mean, he basically just does films that he wants to do right now. Mm-hmm. So I think he's just going to do films that he wants to do. You know. He'll definitely come back for like Sonic Three or something. Like, yeah. Like, were, were you? Uh, I I liked him the whole time. Yeah, um, I liked him the whole time. He, oh, you know, he also talked about doing a third Ace Ventura film. Huh. And I would watch that. I'd watch anything with Jim Carrey, except oh, yeah. for the Truman Show. Um, but <laughs> you know, or the Cable Guy. Actually, Cable Guy wasn't that bad. Um, but um. Yeah, I I I, uh, I I definitely enjoyed him. And I hope he doesn't retire. Oh yeah. Um, but you like uh, Knuckles and the Mall? I like Knuckles, but I just hate that. You know, Idris Elba gotta be like the voice actor in so many things. Like I felt yeah. like they could have got somebody else. And yeah. you know, I wanted him to do the Ugandan Knuckles meme. Where he says, "Okay, brother, show me the me, show me the way." You know, <laughs> you know. I, I wanted him to, to him to do that. You know, I I kind of wanted him to have more of like a foreigner accent. That would have made that joke really good, and yeah. it would have been cool. Um, you know, especially since you know, Knuckles, low key, he was always Jamaican. You see how you see his colors: red, green, yellow. Jamaican. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> Jamaican. He got the dreads too. I mean, come on. <laughs> so uh you know he he's Jamaican. But uh 
you know, I, I wanted him to to have like a more like a, a thicker accent, but it was, all in all was a good film. Um, oh, yeah. My only minor gripe with it is that they keep calling Sonic and Tails and them kids. I'm like, I know that it's marketed kids. You want them to feel like they're the same, but these are not kids. Mm-hmm. That like Sonic could kill anyone in that film if he wanted to, <laughs> <laughs> and he's been on Earth for for a while, so yeah. it's not like he's he's like a baby and they just found him. Like when he does his flashbacks, that when he does his flashbacks. He's a kid then, okay. but now he's like a fully grown hedgehog. And same thing with knuckles and tails and on them. But um, I, I you know I thought it was really good. Oh yeah, I liked it a lot. Now, um, lastly, as for my recommendation, um, Aiden, have you ever seen the movie Inception? I have. Uh, did you like it? Oh yeah, no, I liked it a lot. All right, so here's a recommended movie. Um, so Inception, um, and the director has admitted this many times, he says there are many parts of this anime movie called Paprika um, that he just straight up copied and put up into the movie. Huh. Um, and Paprika is basically like Inception, um, but they invent um, a machine to go into like a criminal and people with like deep mental problems to go into their dreams and to help cure them. But the guy who makes it, he doesn't put like a lock on it. So the dreams start infecting other people's uh, dreams that use that machine. And so it makes them like, you know, jump out of windows thinking that they're in a dream that they could fly and things like that. And, you know, all types of crazy stuff happens because people think that they're in the dream. But the woman who is in charge of, or the boss of the inventor, she has an alternate personality that she takes home when she's in dreams called paprika hmm. that allows her to help people break free from uh, the illusions that they're seeing in the dream. And it's just like Inception. You can dive from a dream into another dream and it oh. slows down time and all that other stuff. It's basically, you know, 10 years before Inception came out, paprika was out. So. Huh. That is yet another example of how anime inspired the movies that we all love. Dang. So, I so, have to check it out. Uh, the ending is is a little trash, but I mean, as as a concept, it's it's, it's really good. The other thing that I want to tell you guys is um, there's a second recommendation. There's a new anime out. It's only one episode. Um, it has a manga, and the manga, from what I've heard, is really good. I I've had it on my list to read. But I haven't done it yet. It's called Spy X Family or Spy versus Family, and uh, you can read it on Viz Media um, with the the manga. And um, it's basically it's about a guy who is a spy, um, but in order to complete his mission um, and go after like this crazy government official who's um, very hard to get a hold of, um, it's said that he only shows up at his uh, his son's uh, school events. So what he has to do is he has to adopt a child and he's got to find a woman to pose as his wife um, in order to get a chance at getting at this uh, corrupt official and um, bring him to justice. So he gets a girl. He finds a young girl at an orphanage, um, but he doesn't know that she's a telepath like Professor X. So yeah, he gives her a test to like do a crossword puzzle 
and he's saying the answer in his mind and she's just writing it down. He's like, she's so smart. She's so brilliant. Hmm. <laughs> but she's just listening to his thoughts. <laughs> and um, he ends up um, finding this girl who uh, she's like a very clumsy, like a uh, woman from the office. Hmm. Um, but the thing is um, she's also a secret double agent. She's a, uh, she's an assassin. She's not a spy. And she has never, ever um, missed her target. And unbeknownst, unbeknownst to the main character and his wife, or a fake wife, they're after the same guy. Now, the girl, little girl, she can read minds, and she knows that he's a spy and she's an assassin. But she watches this show on TV, and um, she thinks that spies are so cool. And she doesn't tell either one of them that she knows a secret or that um, the, what the other one is to each other. So it's kind of like, it's like, it's, it's like a three-way tug of war. You know, everybody has their own secret to guard. Um, and the little girl doesn't want them to know that, she's a, that she can read thoughts because she doesn't want to get sent back to the facility that she escaped from. So um, it's, it's, uh, it has everything in it. It's got the spy stuff. It's got good fights. It's got a good story. Um, it's got a lot of, um, a lot of jokes. The little girl has some of the best facial expressions ever. <laughs> and, um, you know, even when they're talking to her, you know, she's always saying in her own mind, these, these mommy and daddy are liars because she already knows what they're thinking, but they don't know. So it's, <laughs> it's a really cool uh, show. So I recommend it. It's really good. Um, and, and uh, you know, I'm enjoying it. it. It might be my anime of the year. Yeah, um, outside of Attack on Titan this season. <laughs> so we'll see. So we'll see, we'll see what it is. So that's, um, that's what we had today for, um, you know, for our sh I think we got everything. Uh, yeah. We didn't miss anything, did we? That's, uh, uh, pretty much everything. Yeah. All right, so we, we got about an hour and six minutes, just the two of us, rice and meatloaf. Um, and, uh, oh. oh, yeah, and, oh, one thing, forgot. Huh. Uh, what about, um, this is news about the best uh, best artist ever who ever lived. <laughs> uh, uh, Aiden, tell us. Yeah, so I was looking at, it popped up um, on my Google feed. Uh, it was just like, news that would interest me and uh one of them was that drake had uh, got a jordan rookie card so i guess he that's right yeah. drake <laughs> that's what that's why i put it in here i was like all right uh roy's gotta hear it um but anyways so he does some card collecting i guess and one of the packs he got he opened it with this other guy that likes to collect cards. And one of the cards he got in it was a Jordan rookie card worth $700,000. I was like, man, dang, that's pretty crazy. And yeah, they were saying that's just, I don't know how many were made, but it's just really rare. So that's about it, though. Nothing. <laughs> wow. Or you know. Drake. The more you know. Drink at that Michael Jordan rookie card. Yeah, we've had several of them, more you know. But all right, so cool, interesting. All right, well. All righty then. 
So we're uh, we're we're here at the end of our show. We want to thank everybody for listening, um, and uh, shout out to our boy J Dab um, and Johnny. We're gonna miss you, bro. You know, hopefully you, you hopefully you know you, the door is always open. As uh, Bruno, as uh, Silk Sonic says, we're gonna leave the door open for you, bro. We're gonna leave the door open. <laughs> Um, so that you know, if you decide to come back or whatever's going on uh, changes, you're you're always welcome back. But for now, R.I.P. Rice and Birds. Yes, sir. And uh, see you later, Space Cowboys. Stay classy, San Diego. <laughs> Hasta la pasta. All right, that's it. <laughs> we out of here, y'all. Peace. <laughs>